Hi loves, welcome to the Joyce to Be podcast. So I decided to, um, after today's collective reading that I recorded and published earlier, I decided to sit down and talk to you about what resonated um, for me, with me, um, on these readings. Jesus, how do I speak English? Resonated with me from those readings. Okay, oh, thank God. I think it's proper grammar, but it doesn't matter. The way I used to teach my... Mm, no, I'm not going to share this with you, because I used to be an English tutor, and like when people felt insecure about this, about how they speak English and how they make a lot of mistakes, I used to say that if people understand you, you're okay. Like everything else that you do, you do for yourself, you do for beautiful grammar, you do for like you know, for yourself, at, at least you will survive in a foreign country because you will be able to explain yourself and people will be able to understand you. Everything else is just your inner perfectionist. And here I am telling you about this when I decided, no, when, when I said earlier that, no, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, this is not what I wanted to talk about. Uh, so what I wanted to talk to you about is that, and honestly... I feel so vulnerable sharing this that on one hand, on the one hand, I want to um, share this with you. I want to sit down and record and talk about this. On the other hand, it feels more like self-therapy and maybe this is not what I'm going to publish after I record it. Maybe it will just be for myself. But what resonated from today's collective reading um, is that I had this big vision for a long time. I shared with you earlier, um, I don't remember in which, like, um, maybe in yesterday's episode, I shared that, uh, when I was nine, I was a huge fan of this Argentinian actress and singer, Natalia, Natalia Oreiro, Oreiro, Oreira, I don't know. She's Argentinian. How do you pronounce her name in English? Rayro, probably. And um, I dreamt of... Ever since childhood, like, I remember this clearly, that when I was a child, I was playing my 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 games. Um, I remember clearly that I was, like, talking with my imaginary friend, z friends, with my imaginary friends, um, I was speaking the imaginary sorry I was speaking my imaginary language. It's hard for me to speak English. We all know that already. I mean sometimes it's hard um and uh that was not like I knew only Russian back then. I didn't know English, I didn't know Spanish, but I spoke a different language, not Russian for sure. And then I dreamt of living in a city with skyscrapers, that I remember. But it wasn't like, it wasn't about skyscrapers, it was about just living somewhere else. And this is, um, a part of this desire makes me sad now, because um, I shared this experience in my Russian podcast a few Maybe a month ago, 
my husband and I were driving, like, we were just on a ride, like, um, around the city. I, I don't remember where we were going, and it doesn't matter. But I just closed my eyes, and I was sitting at the passengers, on the passenger seat, on the passenger seat. And I closed my eyes, and I imagined that I already moved to the city where I want to live. And for a long time, for years, it was San Francisco. Maybe because I was influenced by The Charmed, one of my favorite TV shows, TV series ever. Um, but then um, I was once talking to my sister and I was sharing with her that I would love to live somewhere near the ocean or the sea and I would love the weather um, in that city be like rainy and gloomy, sometimes sunny, but like with with great amount of rains because I love rains and I don't feel sad when it's raining. Like I feel, uh, I don't know, I just love cloudy sky and I love rain uh, and more more than I love sunny weather when it's hot and when the sun is shining right on me and I'm melting. And like we were talking about the weather and my sister said that actually she was doing some research and she likes this weather, this weather too. Although I don't know. Then she moved to St. Petersburg and she said that she never sees the sun and she said that it's sad. I don't know. But like she said that Seattle um, has this weather that I dream about. And I'm like, okay, so San Francisco or Seattle and... Um, and so, like, when I was when I was in the car with my husband, I closed my eyes and I told myself that um, I'm so happy we finally moved to Seattle. And then how do I feel? And I felt good. I felt comfortable. I felt, like, safe. I felt so many cozy, amazing feelings. And one of the feelings that I felt was that I'm finally there. It's finally like my final destination. And I don't need to go anywhere. Like, And because of that feeling and because it was new to me, it was foreign to my system, I realized that for a long time, for my, I would say for my entire life, I haven't felt this feeling of being somewhere for good. And I missed that feeling. And when I realized that, it made me cry <laughs> a little because I realized that everywhere I am, everywhere I was, I was temporary. And I know temporarily. And I, I knew that. Like, I felt that. Um, because I wanted to live somewhere else when I was a child. And maybe it's, um, like, I don't know. I don't want to dig too deep into it. Maybe it's some trauma response. Because we were moving a lot when I was a child. Maybe I didn't feel like home anywhere because my parents were moving a lot. Maybe it's an honest desire and this is where my soul was calling me. Maybe it's both. I don't know. But I realized that ever since childhood, I knew that my hometown was a temporary place. Um, then I moved to another city and I knew it was temporary. Then um, now I moved here. But I moved here because my husband was here and he had a job here and I worked from home and this is why I moved here. 
and we decided that we will live here for a while and then we will move and I wanted to move to the States and um, but then I have this another uh, dream where I would love to live like I would love to travel around the Europe at least and like live for a few months here and there and like find a good place for me to live so then I would move there you know but it was never Russia and I don't have like I don't I, I love Russia I'm it's a beautiful country but like I just never wanted to live here if <laughs> from early childhood like I was um you know I was speaking a different language with my imaginary friends this says something and so um what was it what was I saying I forgot a little bit I forgot a little bit what I want what I wanted to say is that oh and I've like um I closed my eyes and I felt this feeling that like I'm finally there and from that feeling of like okay I'm I'm finally living where I want to live and it's my final destination and it's not temporary I felt these desires of like owning an apartment, maybe owning a house and like exploring the city. And it was like interesting for me because uh, my in-laws are surprised that I don't want to purchase an apartment here, that I don't want to like do what other normal kids do, you know. And I was like, I don't know, I just, like, I don't, I feel that it's not important for my happiness to own an apartment here. But then when I imagined myself being in a place where I want to stay and live and maybe grow old there too, then I have those normal desires, but they are like, you know, normal for me when I don't feel like where I am is temporary. That explained a lot of stuff for me. But um, I wanted to talk about something else, not this. So, what I wanted to say, I need to think. Oh, oh, I remembered. I was talking about what resonated with me from the collective readings, the three collective readings that I did recently in my previous episodes. And so, like, um, in my childhood, I was speaking an imaginary language with imaginary friends, you know. And then um, and then I started English at the university as my major. I'm an interpreter and a linguist slash interpreter. And um, uh, I always knew that I am studying English not because I'm going to be an interpreter, I'm studying English because I'm going, like, I need English because I'm going to be moving to a foreign country and I will be living there. And um, and then I started streaming on Twitch and I started, well, and before that I dated a Canadian guy and, like, um, this relationship was abusive, but this relationship helped me a lot with my English because I started speaking it fluently then. I think, because, like, I was in a, rela- in a relationship with a person with whom I speaking spoke English, like, daily for a year and a half, I think. And then, um, 
then I started streaming on Twitch and then and then after I started streaming on Twitch I decided that I want something deeper I want to create a meaningful content I started working on myself I started remembering uh, what I dreamt about and what I want in life and looking for I started looking for my mission and my oh what's it called in English um well let's let's say mission like what my what is my mission in life why am I here and all that um the book Wishcraft by Barbara Sher helped me a lot with that. I highly recommend it. And it has a lot of practices. Like, if you are going to read that book, get a journal. Because you will be journaling a lot. Because there are a lot of exercises in that book. Okay. And um, so after that, I decided that I will start a YouTube channel and I started two YouTube channels, one in Russian, one in English, and I was translating everything and burning out. And um, then I created a podcast. And the first podcast I created was a Russian, I mean, not not Russian podcast, an English podcast, this podcast, Joyce to be podcast. And back then, I was seeing myself as a um, English content creator, English speaking content creator. But uh, the first thing that stopped me was that I was like, this is what we talked about in the episode, I think six, 46, 46 maybe, I think 46, uh, where I was not doing it for myself, but I was doing this for others because I was sharing amazing things and um, like the things that transformed me and my life. And I was willing to share this with the world. And I was sharing this with the world in English. At the same time, I felt like, but my Russians need to know this too. And like, I was having conversations with my sister about this. And honestly, like if I'm completely honest, I started my Russian podcast because I wanted my sister to listen to it. Because I thought that we have such valuable conversations. I basically quote her. Um, every time she calls me and it might as well serve some someone else and um, so I started and also then um, I stopped coaching her because I realized that she doesn't want to listen to me oftentimes and I was like recording episodes for her but like without saying things to her and I was like she will listen when she's ready and honestly, the first year I had my podcast, I suffered deeply because my sister was not listening to my podcast. And um, later I asked her why she didn't. And she was like, it's more interesting to talk to you than to listen to a podcast. That was painful. That was like an ouchie. And, um, but that's again, like, this shows that what I was doing, I was doing, like, when I was recording my Russian, my podcast in Russian, I was doing it because, like, for the wrong reasons, you know? Although they were not completely wrong. Like, I still wanted to spread inspiration, to spread, like, this amazing knowledge and, like, to help people. It's not wrong. It's not a wrong desire. I just was doing it on a language that, like, I didn't want to do it on. And then, like, this was the first thing that stopped me from fully creating what I wanted in the language that I wanted to create it on. And the second thing was that I was so insecure about my English. 
because by the time I started my podcast, I didn't have as much English practice. And I, like, I felt that, and this is what I talked about in the, in today's collective reading, where I said that, like, you had this desire, but maybe, like, something material was standing on your way, the way you thought about it. Uh, Maybe it's your location, maybe it's your, maybe it's the money, And back then, first of all, I didn't see how I would make money uh, on my podcast. And second of all, I thought that the fact that I'm still not living in in the country, in in an English-speaking country, um, is a huge uh, disadvantage, you know. And I was scared to speak English and I knew that my English is not like, is not great and I sometimes forget words and my grammar is not 100% um, correct and like I was scared and at the same time I was like you know I convinced myself that I'll be okay if I create everything I want to create in Russian and so I decided to uh, stop creating content in English at all I kept this podcast, but you know how, like, I recorded once in six months uh, and I couldn't find motivation because every time I felt inspired to record something, I would do it in Russian and then I wouldn't want to translate it. And the reason why I'm telling you this all is that um, this desire to be an English-speaking content creator, like, for some reason, it's important for me. I don't know why. Like, I know that it may sound silly, but if for some reason, it's important to me. And um, the way I used to explain it before was that, for some reason, I'm born in Russia, but my soul speaks English, because it was easier for me to share my truth and to be more vulnerable when I spoke English. It was always like that. And then I taught myself to write in Russian. And uh, now I can be that vulnerable in Russian too. But like this desire never go away, never went away, you know. Like, and this is also what I was talking about in today's collective reading. That like this desire still lives within me. I don't know why, but like it never went away. And... Even before, I didn't believe... Oh, and there was there was one more thing that I wanted to share. It happened, I think, last year. Last year, when uh, things started working out for me, when I started getting clients in Russia, when, I, when my podcast, when my Russian podcast started growing, and honestly, the secret to growing your podcast is visualization and embodiment. Because I was just manifesting it constantly I was just constantly telling myself that like my podcast has like uh, I don't know 3,000 listens I mean downloads and then like I don't know 5,000 downloads and then 6,000 downloads and how do I feel and from that feeling of like oh I'm so cool and like um, I'm such a good teacher I'm such an amazing coach I'm such a great podcaster from this energy, I was recording new podcasts and new topics were coming up like in my mind that I would want to talk about. 
and I recorded episodes on those topics and my st- my podcast started growing. And so my podcast started growing. Um, I started making money. We got out of a shitty money situation with my husband. And then I was like, okay, mm, what's next? What would be delicious next? And this desire came back again, uh, that I would love to also grow my English podcast. And I was like, okay, this feels cool. Like, let's do this. And I closed my eyes and I imagined myself having a successful um, English podcast. And I mean, podcast in English, you know what I mean. Like, just to be this one. Um, I felt into this, I spent some time imagining this and the thought that came from the, from like that aligned place was like, oh cool, then I don't need my Russian podcast anymore. And I, I remember this moment in, in like last year, I opened my eyes after this, after this thought, English went away. Uh, I opened my eyes after I had this thought. And I was like, what? Excuse me? And I got scared. I was like, I'm building this thing. It's working. It finally started working. And now I feel like maybe I will not keep working on this. And I got so disappointed. I got so scared. I was. So, I got so pissed. And I considered it self-sabotage because like I'm finally, I finally have success. I finally have something that is working and growing. And now I want to quit this thing and start something new. And like, I remember having discussions with my sister about this. And I said that like, this feels like self-sabotage. I'm scared. Like, why am I growing this, this thing? (laughs) Why am I growing this podcast in Russian? if this is not what I want, and I'm like, no, no, this can't be true, like, if, um, if that was true, um, I wouldn't, like, universe would not allow me to build what I've built, and, like, universe wouldn't allow me to, to make it successful, if it's successful, it's meant to be forever, and so I stopped visualizing that, I stopped aligning with this desire, with the desire to live um, in an English-speaking country, with the desire to travel, because I got scared, and because I got scared of losing my success, the way that I have it now. And I remember this time, and like now when I was um, uh, more accepting of like, you know, I realized like a year passed and I realized that this desire is still in me. I want to create content in English and maybe it's time to stop um, resisting it and just accept it as a desire and start analyzing and overanalyzing why I want it the way I want it. And I um, became more, you know, accepting of it. And I decided to just like to make it work again. And it was hard and it was a struggle. And again, I tried to do a lot of things on two languages and it again turned into repeating myself and talking about the same topics in two languages. And it was hard for me. And then like, um, and then there was this um, episode 40, which one? 47? 
with the big reading where I just decided that I had this idea that, okay, let's try to do pick a card readings. And I was like, okay, let's. And I recorded that episode. I mean, I recorded that reading for pile number one. And I was like, no, it's too much. I don't want it. I changed my mind. And I was just like, I was changing my mind a bunch of times during a day. And I was just re- like writing down in my journal all my thoughts, accepting them, uh, um, <laughs> accepting them, not trying to analyze them, not trying to even think about them. I was just... Right now, I feel like this, and I would write down what I feel, what I feel like quitting, what I feel like continuing, and then in two hours, I'm like, and now I feel like this, and it's something different, and I already changed my mind. I just allowed myself to be, and like, whatever I wanted to flow within me to flow, and I was just observing it, and... um, And here I am a few days later, and I record daily. And I used to record daily in English before, like a couple of years, couple of years ago, when I uh, decided to invite my sister to host a Russian podcast with me, and um, have like a separate thing in English. It was my plan like two two years ago, but then I was like, no, the world needs to know, and my Russians need to know, and like I started creating in Russian because I saw some progress and some growth. Um, audience growth, I mean. And so, like, and now I'm recording daily and I'm excited about it and I feel called to share more and more things in English and now I'm, like, more accepting of this idea that maybe there will come a day where I will be like, okay, I'm done with the Russian podcast and I'm I'm happy and ready and happily ready <laughs> and readily happy to move to just to shift into content creation in English completely right now I don't see like why would I do this right now I don't get it right now I don't understand how would I just walk away from a successful podcast Um, but I'm more accepting of this idea and it doesn't scare me anymore because I realized that um, this desire doesn't walk away and it's just that this desire believed in me back then and I didn't believe in it. And now I start believing in it more and I start opening up to it more. I don't know where it leads me. I still have a lot of insecurities. I still am struggling with the thought that maybe I will have to re-listen to this episode and cut out every time I was like, um, you know... Um, I used the wrong grammar or I forgot the word or like I was, um, what's the word? Stumping on my, is, is, is it a word? Stumping? What's the word? I was like uh, choking on my words because I, because I forgot what, 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 I want, what, like this, like this, I was doing this. Okay. And I, my inner perfectionist <laughs> wants to, um, listen to the episode and cut those things those moments out for you like so you wouldn't listen but I'm not gonna do this this is not how I want to create I want to just record and just publish and I know that when I feel called to listen to someone those things are not like they are not standing in the way of me understanding that person and their message 
And you know, one of the reasons why I felt called to share this with you is because, like I said in the episode either 46 or 47, um, for us to be leaders uh, for someone else and lead them through um, what they're going through, we need to first lead ourselves through the same thing and stop shaming ourselves for feeling that. And for a long time, I suffered in private because I thought that no one understands me and no one gets me this bilingual problem. And I was doing research back then and I was um, trying to find some posts where people would discuss which language to choose for the content creation and I didn't find the answers that I wanted. And um, and I felt ashamed that I can't decide and that it's such a big deal in my head. Just like, and it's like, it sounds easy, just decide already and start creating and like and see how this goes but for me it was a bigger deal and I yeah I felt ashamed and I didn't share this with anyone and even now that I share this with you like it it feels weird that I'm finally sharing this out loud with the world and um, but at the same time I see people that I learn from talk about this. Like, for example, Katrina Ruth today uh, sent an email where she was talking about this, that, like, you need to walk away from something that doesn't work. And the problem is that it doesn't completely not work. Like, you didn't create something completely wrong. Because you felt the calling, because you like um, you felt the calling within and you built something more or less successful and this is why you keep convincing yourself that maybe it's not so bad. And I was like, oh my God, she's, she knows everything about me. And the thing is that she knows everything about her story and like she's sharing her story and it resonates so much and it means that I'm not the only one who's dealing with this. And it means that it will resonate with you too. That like I didn't completely, I mean, I didn't build something completely wrong. It's right. I receive so much feedback on my Russian podcast. I love it. I love hosting it. I love talking about the things that I talk about. Um, I love how it grows. I love the people that find me and like and share with me how they changed their life and how they learned to listen to themselves more thanks to my podcast and I appreciate it. I built the right thing. I built the right thing. It's just, you know, what added clarity to the situation is the phrase that I said in the 46th episode where I said that honestly, it's the choice between them and myself and when I said it like that and when I was listening to that reading and I was hearing it you know because when I channel I don't really implement like I don't really receive it as a human I mean like don't um, look at it 
the way like it it speaks to me I'm just sharing this like the information goes through me and I just receive it and I just speak it and then I need to listen to what I said so I would understand how it how it is about me and so when I did I was like when you put it like that first of all it makes sense and second of all like it's obvious what I need to choose and maybe this opened me up for this idea that maybe there will be a point in time where I will be like okay I'm done with my Russian podcast and it would be easier for me to walk away from it but like it's not now and I accept it right now I'm trying to make it work where I would you know record for two podcasts and have two podcasts and we'll see how I feel in the future Right now, I'm not ready to say goodbye. And right now, I don't see, like, how... I don't see if I would be ready. Right now, I'm like, no, I want to keep them both. I love them both. I mean, like, this podcast and that podcast. But I'm open to this idea that maybe it's just, like, I will be ready and when I will I and when I'm ready it will feel right. And I think this is why I wanted to share this with you. Like this today's message, today's um collective reading added um, some clarity to this situation and I wanted to share how it resonates with me because I realized by um, observing, by uh, reading Katrina's story that like it's healing for me to first of all know that I'm not alone who's going through this and second of all um, to like to hear her story and to hear like how she's alchemizing it, you know. And so this is why I decided to also share my story and to share with you how I am alchemizing it and how I'm explaining this and how I'm having this human experience in the spiritual world, you know, in the spiritual life and um, how I accept myself for this. And I mean, not for this, but like in this. And maybe it will be inspiring to you. And I, right now, maybe, like, maybe I forgot to share something, but right now I feel like I've shared everything I wanted to share, you guys. So thank you for listening. Thank you for spending time with me. And, um, and yeah, and this is what I wanted to share. And I will talk to you next time. I love you. And if you feel like talking to me about it, send me a DM on Insta. Uh, The link is in the show notes. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.